Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Five Rounds Podcast. The only podcast out there with the cardio for those deep water championship rounds. I am Mags, and uh, I'm flying solo today. Uh, Carlos is unavailable, so let's quickly run through the uh, the event we've just finished well I've just finished watching UFC on ESPN home versus Aldana the fourth show from Fat Island uh, going through these prelims pretty quickly we started with Luigi uh, Vendramina getting the the first round knockout against Jessin Ayara then Casey Kenny picking up the decision against Harley Alateng. Uh, in the women's strawweight division, we got um, a decision win for Loma Luke Boom against Jin Yufre. And then uh, in the middleweights, uh, Nasuddin Imamov got the decision against Jordan Williams. Going into the, the featherweight, we had a, a um, decision draw uh, with Charles Jordan and Joshua Kulibau. And then the featured prelim was Carlos Condit picking up the, the decision against Court McGee and snapping that, that five-round uh, skid that he was on. Uh, going on to the main card, and we opened up with a, with a Dana White contender series standout, uh, Dusko Todorovic taking on Dequan Townsend. Uh, Todorovic coming into this fight with a nine-fight uh, win streak unbeaten. And he leaves with a, a 10 fat win streak unbeaten because he absolutely destroyed uh, Townsend in, in this round. He was very aggressive from the beginning. Uh, he just was able to back Townsend up against the fence. Townsend got a little bit of uh, success in the in the clinch up against the fence, but Todorov was just was just a much more stronger and much more accurate uh, uh, attacker. Uh, Todorov's uh, uh, left just looked like it was just cocked and ready to, to strike at a moment's notice uh, he was just happy throwing those uh, single shots and he was just doing a lot more damage than than um, uh, Townsend was going into the second and uh, uh, Todorovic uh, started with a beautiful combination and a spinning uh, heel kick which got blocked 
and then Townsend threw one of his own, which also got blocked. Um, Todd Rob um, started to, to mix up and he got uh, the, the takedown uh, with the beautiful kind of level change and was able to, to get Townsend down off his feet and get him on his back. Great work on the on the bottom uh, pass guard, uh, uh, postured up, uh, landing loads of uh, ground and pound. Um, uh, Townsend tried to, to scramble but was unable to. Todorovic uh, went for the, the triangle chalk and then a rear naked as, as uh, Townsend just gave up the back. He, uh, he then kind of abandoned the, the attempt to, to submit and, and went back to, to his game plan of... of of the ground and pound, which he just absolutely unleashed. Uh, referee pulled the fu- uh, pulled him off, and the fight was over. And uh, Townsend was complaining for for it being an early stoppage, but I don't actually think it was. I think uh, the referee saved him from himself there. So Todorovic, uh, with his UFC debut, picks up a, a great victory, and he's gonna um, he's gonna do some damage in this division. So next we went into the bantamweight division with Carla Phillips uh, taking on Cameron Els. Uh, Cameron Els taking the fight on very short notice, making his uh, his UFC debut. Uh, a guy from from uh, Kent in England, and he started off uh, really really well. He he, uh, he he landed quite a few good shots, but uh, Phillips just seemed to be more kind of used to the UFC style of fighting and was able to, to get into his groove a lot more quicker uh, using a lot of uh, flying knees and spinning kicks. Uh, else just seemed very, very nervous uh, with it being his debut um, and Phillips was able to, to land a takedown, land some, some great moves off, off the on the ground, uh, some, some good hammer fists and some elbows. Um, he was he went for a rear naked choke, but else was able to use that uh, that kind of transition to to uh, to scramble free. But he, he only turned him into more ground and pound, and um, the 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 claxon kind of saved uh, else at the end of that round. Going into the second, uh, Phillips knew that that else had no kind of game plan for him. And went back in for the takedown. Immediately got uh, back on on into top position. Was starting to to basically pound into Elsa's face. Elsa uh, tried covering up, um, but got uh, warned by the the referee to to start working and start defending. He was unable to. Uh, Phillips carried on with the strikes, and the fight was waved off. It was a a very one sided fight. A great victory for for Carl Phillips, and a very disappointing debut for Cameron Elsa, unfortunately. Uh, but then we went into um, the the women's bantamweight division with Jermaine Durandamere, the 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 former champion, uh, trying to get back to the top with uh, against Juliana Pena. And uh, Jermaine started the first round really, really well. Uh, she's always been uh, a very good counter attacker and a very good kickboxer, but she was um, able to kind of mix it up in this fight, and I was really impressive with a with a ground game. She uh, she got uh, Juliana Pena down to the ground quite a lot and was able to to work that ground game pretty well. A lot of lots of attempts of submission stuff that we've not really seen a lot of from Jermaine Randomir. Uh Going into the first round, I felt that she. Uh, she easily won it. She was the more aggressive. She was the more uh, accurate. And like I said, the 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 submission game just really kind of uh, 
added to to her arsenal. Uh, the, the second round was a bit better for uh, Pena. She uh, came out. She was a more aggressive. She was um, she was looked like she wanted the fight more than she did in the first round. Um, she got the takedown and she did a, a lot of work on on the on on the the ground with a. Um, uh, working in full guard, um, but she just didn't seem like she was doing enough to kind of worry the random air uh, until she started landing uh, the hammer fist, which uh, which caused uh, the random air to to kind of uh, try and try and escape, which then led to uh, Pena uh, trying for a, a guillotine choke. Uh, but the random air again with with this very. Uh, unheard of kind of ground game from her she was able to uh, uh to to spin free get into top control and attempt to <laughs> attempt a von flujo whilst uh Pena was still trying to go for the guillotine uh the round ended and it was a much better round for for uh, Pena uh, looking like it was going into uh the the third round pretty much even and then with with this third round Pena came out looking to to land the better shots and was tagging Durandame, but Durandame, like I said, she's a, an excellent counter counter strike. I mean, I'm not the hugest fan of her. I think she has a, a massive attitude problem, uh, but her, her, her counter striking game is something to behold. And she was able to kind of worry Pena. Uh, she landed an overhand right and a couple of uh, uppercuts. Uh, and then was was pinned against the fence, and Pena started trying to attack the body with knees, uh, and uh, Durandame grabbed hold of a guillotine choke, uh, dropped down to her back, tightens it up, and Pena was absolutely out cold. The the uh, for to give uh, the referee Jason Herzog a little bit of credit, he could not see any kind of. Um, you could, there was no way he could tell that Pena was was out cold until he literally started grabbing her arm and and seeing that there was no response. Uh, a great victory for Jermaine Durandamay kind of like signals her intent to go back against uh, Amanda Nunes again. But we will get to the main event. Could that be a a, a three way dance with uh, Holly Holm and uh, perhaps Irene Aldana? Will but we'll get to that in a little while. Going into this core main event, we had uh, Jorgen De Castro and uh, Carlos Felipe in in the heavyweight division, and this was as one-sided uh, a fight uh, as we've seen so far on the card. Uh, this was uh, Felipe just being incredibly dominant. Uh, De Castro is known for his his uh, his leg kicks, and he started off with that pretty pretty early. But um, the, um, Felipe just looked to close the distance with with kind of like diverse uh, shots. He hit a lot of overhand rights. He hit a lot of uh, uh, uppercuts. Uh, De Castro kind of tried to still to keep him at bay with those legs, but uh, Felipe was just able to walk through him and then started throwing his own leg kicks. And they were doing a lot more damage than uh, De Castro's were, and you could see the the welts coming up on on uh, De Ca- on De Castro's legs. He, uh, De Castro was was trying to kind of um, keep uh, Felipe uh, away from those, from being able to uh, attack with the with the body sh- with the punches and the the body shots, uh, but he was just unable to. And and like I said, it was just Felipe just felt like he was walking through all of De Castro's uh, offense going into the second round, and it was pretty much a lot a lot of the same as as the first. 
it was uh, Felipe really pushing the pace. De Castro kind of uh, circling round and and uh, trying to avoid like uh, the the dirty boxing kind of uh, inside a, a phone box style fighting of of uh, Felipe, uh, trying to to keep him at bay with those leg kicks and it just wasn't working for him and uh, Felipe was able to land as just a great body work, great mix of head shots. Um, it, was, it was absolutely just an outstanding fight for Felipe. Uh, there was a point where he even uh, hit De Castro with an open hand slap and just the disrespect shown with with that uh, going into the into the third, and it it was pretty much the the same kind of um, fight all the way through, and um, basically it got to a point where um, Felipe was was shouting that uh, he felt that like uh, De Castro was doing nothing, uh, and. Um, De Castro did eventually attempt to go for a takedown, but he wasn't able to get it. Uh, and was the the ref ended up pulling the the guys away from the fence due to the fact that they just weren't working. Uh, going towards the last thirty to forty seconds of the fight, you could see how absolutely knackered both guys were. They were both really gassed, but. Um, it was uh, De Castro who actually pressed for the last few seconds. Uh, he was getting a, 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 the last few shots off, uh, but um, Felipe, with with a couple of seconds to go, was able to just do a one last one kind of last uh, spirit uh, no, spurt of of, uh, of action, and uh, that made um, De Castro circle where the judges gave the decision to. Um, to Felipe, uh, 30-27, 30-27, 29-28, and it was a fair decision. Uh, Felipe did really well there, and it'd be interesting to see where Felipe goes next, uh, uh, especially with the fact that he's kind of uh, avenged that first loss in the UFC. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's see where Felipe lands in the, in the heavyweight division. So then we'll uh, go to the fact that this card was built around uh, Holly Holm and Irene uh, Aldana in the bantamweight division for the for the women's. Uh, again, like like Jermaine Durandamay, Holly Holm looking to to challenge for a title again very soon. Uh, there's a lot of talk going into this fight about how. Uh, whether she was contemplating retirement, and she shut down all those rumors, saying that she doesn't feel that she's uh, she's got um, any reason to be uh, contemplating retirement. She feels that she's still got plenty to give, and uh, she still wants to to kind of cement her legacy in the UFC. And uh, this fight really did do that for her. Uh, while she didn't get the the finish that she kind of deserved, it was such a dominant uh, performance. She won pretty much every round uh, throughout the fight. She was was landing double the amount of uh, of strikes and significant strikes as, as Irene Aldana. She threw double the amount of shots that Irene threw. Uh, she got takedowns in every single round and was able to to control uh, Irene Aldana on the ground for for long periods of time it was just a a very classy performance by Holly Holm Uh, Irene Aldana certainly had her moments in in the fight and uh, there were plenty of times when she uh, landed shots that that worried Holly Holm but the fact is 
that Holm used her uh, boxing skill and used that those uh, side kicks to great effect. And every time Aldana landed one punch, Holm was landing two, three, four punches in combinations. Uh, it was a, a very classy performance uh, from from Holm. Uh, she really did deserve this victory. Um, and I think she's going to be a little bit aggrieved that she maybe didn't get the finish that that uh, was kind of people were kind of looking for. She's not uh, really had a, a, a finish for a, a long, long while, uh, but she's now got uh, back into like a positive uh, uh, record in the UFC now with uh, six wins and, and and five losses and looking to to maybe be the one who gets the shot against uh, Amanda Nunez. Um, that'll that'll have to uh, wait and see whether uh, it's her or Jermaine Durandamere or even if they make the two part for the for the shot um, to be fair I would I would give the fight to Durandamere uh, just because she I, th- I felt that she was much more dominant in in her fight against Pena with the finish and then we've obviously she's beat home before uh, but yeah it was a, a great uh, night for the the women's bantamweight division two uh, two well known stars kind of really cementing their their place at, at the top of the division and looking to to challenge uh, the the incumbent champion Amanda Nunes uh, for that title so next week we have another uh, another Fat Island Fat. Uh, this one's on a little bit earlier for us in the UK, uh, and it's headlined with Marlon Moraes versus Corey Sandhagen in the bantamweight division. We've also got Edson Barboza fighting again. He's taking on Maquan Amirkane, and Ben Rothwell making a, uh, his return, uh, taking on Marcin Tabera. So uh, listen along next week to. Uh, to uh, find out all the the information and uh, the action from that show. Um, But, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at DJ Kirby. Follow Carlos at Kirby underscore Carlos. Definitely go and follow uh, Visionaries Global Media, uh, thechairshot.com, and uh, Shooting the Sports-ish, and also check out Shooting Sport-ish on YouTube. Give us a like, subscribe, uh, comments. Uh, Thank you all for listening. And that is the end. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.